Bernie Radio, 103.9 FM, just after 9 o'clock. Good morning. Coming up at 9.30 is Building Texas with Justin McKenzie. But thank you for making your appointment to hear this inspiring show, God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. I'm Clint Buck. And I'm Mary Adair. At Branscombe Law, our clients come first. Our talented and dedicated lawyers and staff take pride in offering solid legal solutions to individuals and their businesses. Our attorneys focus on a variety of legal practice areas, including litigation, real estate, water law, employment, energy, corporate formation, and estate planning. Our team is ready to serve you and your legal needs. Visit us at BranscomLaw.com for more information. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and our dogs is discovering a new perspective and rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories told on the show reveal God in new ways. We look in the mirror of our dogs. In the reflection, we find aha moments bringing to light a deeper understanding of love, value, purpose, and belonging. Find us at GodInOurDogs.com. Click follow on the God and Our Dogs pages on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site and on YouTube where you can find special bonus material from our guests. Thanks to our host, Tusklin Brewing Company on Bernie's Historic Main Street, a great place to enjoy family food and Tusculum craft beer. Tusculum Brewing welcomes our dogs too. We have four guests today in a theme pack. Shows featuring guests from previous God and Our Dog shows with similar themes and topics. Our guests today in order of appearance are Stan Leach, Bernie Independent School District Athletic Director and award-winning basketball coach. Denise Bromley, founder of risk management firm DB3 Unlimited, Kendall County District Attorney Nicole Bishop, and Judy Bragg, project manager and consultant. Our theme today, community. We form community in all kinds of ways during our life. Community with our dogs, in athletics, in our families, and especially with God. Our dogs are great teachers. We begin with Stan Leach, Bernie ISD Athletic Director. Community develops, but to maintain it requires commitment. Well, it's all about relationships, Meg. I mean, we're all here for community. Uh, you know, he placed us here. Uh, you know, we're here for two purposes, tell others about Jesus and to make him look good and, and how we treat each other, um, you know, and how we respond and how we work on our relationships is is how people are testimony so that others will want what we have and they'll also want to have a relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. One thing you, we talked about a little bit before the show was um, how we can develop relationship around play also. 
Um, I think you said playing golf with people and, you know, it opens the doors to other kinds of relationships. It's something uh, what we do all the time, you know, of course, with what we do, we're getting ready to get into football season next Mm -hmm. week and just how important uh, that community is, you know, just like Friday Night Lights. It's all about community. Uh, You know, you bring in the football team, bring in the band and Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a form of play. And then, of course. Uh, well, and playing instruments. I mean, playing they actually use the word. Cheer. And, mm-hmm. uh, cheer and dance. and uh, But my relationships is, you know, I have a walking partner, and Scott Wilson. And, and then I have, you know, Kimball McCone and people that I play golf with. So, um, you know, most especially guys, um, um, most of our relationships all center around some kind of game uh-huh, and some uh-huh. kind of play yeah and and god can use all of those can't he god does because it's all about relationship it's all it's all about communicating and giving trust to each other and all the same things that uh that uh, he wants us to do so that like i said uh, tell others about him and make him look good Mm -hmm. the other word that um i kind of remember in relationship with you is commitment so what do you think about commitment as far as learning from a young age what it's like to commit to playing with a dog and taking care of a dog and how that translates into other commitments we have in our life? Yeah, that's great, Meg. You know, because, of course, commitment's something that you continue. It's, it's not a destination. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. And it's something that uh, throughout our life we, we learned, hopefully learn to be better at. Uh, but commitment is basically, you know, signing up for something and seeing it through. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's what we teach in athletics. It's what we teach in extracurricular activities uh, that all of us in band and dance, things that we've mentioned earlier. But commitment is, as Christians, when we ask Jesus in our heart, we commit to continuing to uh, be more Christ-like. And it's a commitment. It's, it's uh, something that we ask him in our heart that daily we're, we're going to pray. We're going to, uh, you know, praise him with music, praise him with listening to Christian music, learn scripture. And I've taught a Sunday school class for 29 years. But, uh, you, you know, the main thing, uh, commit to become closer and, and hopefully constantly being more Christ-like. Uh-huh. I think sometimes we look at lots of different situations as a one-time thing and don't really think about what the commitment really is by by saying, I'm going to get married or I'm going to have children or I'm going to get a dog for my kids. You know, what commitment really means. Yeah, it's but, not a one-shot deal. Uh, very good. That's yeah. right, Meg. Excellent. And, and all of those were, and that's why... You know, I learned years ago how much commitment does get into having a dog, and and they depend on you 100%. And it's just like your segue into our commitment to, um, you know, reading, praying, and uh, that's how the Holy Spirit communicates to us by our prayer life and our study life and also our fellowships. You know, one of the greatest blessings... uh, God gives us is is fellowship just like this today. Mm-hmm. This is a great blessing to be able to do this. Not very many people get to sit down with somebody and 
and uh, get to visit and talk about dogs and talk about Jesus. Yeah, that's what I, I, I frequently think of is how, what a blessing it is to talk about two great subjects like mm-hmm. dogs and God. You know, it also makes me think about the scripture you, you told me was so special to you, Luke 12:48, which says, To whom much is given, much will be required. That's how I recite it because... I don't want to, because the bottom line is to whom much is given, just like all four of us today have been given an opportunity to, to do something that we love. And so in repayment, there's a lot of responsibility for us because yeah, we're in the top 1% of the world in our comfort of life. And so there's, there's, there's a lot of responsibility to go with that. Community and relationship growth takes commitment with our dogs, friends, family, and with God. As Stan says, commitment is not a destination. It's a journey. If you want to hear more from Stan Leach, go to godandourdogs.com forward slash listen, and his show is number 202. Now, let's hear from Denise Bromley, founder of risk management firm DB3 Unlimited. Community with dogs can open the door for community with others. And the thing I notice about um, most people, like when I go to the pet store with their dogs, right, they have a better relationship with their dogs than they have with their parents, their siblings, their children. And I'm like, okay, you know, what that tells me is that God realized that that person may have been broken Mm -hmm. and they don't trust people. But they need to work on relationships, right? Mm-hmm. And so what better way for that person who has a different um, perspective when it comes to animals to learn about relationships by true, by working with their dog. So, yeah. you know, I, I just feel like that First Peter's 4 and 8 is really about relationships. And mm-hmm. so when you're talking about relationships, some people are just not there with people to have those relationships to help them go through this life. But... Dogs are great substitutes. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. And you can actually learn and develop. And as you talked about, transform uh, in your relationship with your dog, which can help you transform in your relationship with other people, mm-hmm. um, as well as God, of course. Well, looking back over your history with dogs, it's really neat to me. CJ was in your life at the right time, and so was Bear. God provides in interesting ways. He does. And Everybody's journey is not the same. I mentioned that I really have empathy for people who were raised and didn't have pets. Now, goldfish are still pets, but Mm -hmm. it's something about you having to take care of another living creature, Mm -hmm. that they depend on you, that they want to, you know, keep you happy. And But they depend on you to feed them. They Mm -hmm. depend on you to take them to the vet for shots. They depend on you to notice that they're not eating, you know, they, they depend on you. And mm-hmm. so when you look at that, I really do have empathy for people who don't understand pets or dogs. Specifically, I had a lady come to my house once, and I didn't think I had to warn her that I had a dog because it's CJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves CJ. And CJ is only like, you know, as an adult dog, she's only about 15 pounds. And... When this woman saw my dog gallop a little bit towards her, she jumped up on top of the furniture and started screaming. And so I was like, what's wrong? And she's like, you have a dog. 
Oh, and I gosh. was like, little bitty dog. What would she have done if it was Bear or Debo? Oh, right? I know. And so instead of judging her, I just said, you know, it's okay. You know, let me show you. She just wants attention. She doesn't bite. She doesn't bark. I'm like, let me show you. And she still couldn't get it, right? And so when she finally decided to, she was so nervous that my dog took her as a threat. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. We can come across in ways that we don't intend. Don't intend. And so at that moment, I realized that not everyone gets dogs, even how small they are or how cute and fuzzy they are. But I also realized that, one, I'm either going to have to remove her from my space because I'm not getting rid of my dog to make you comfortable. Or two, we just need to work with this person a little bit more if they continue to come to my house about my dog, Mm -hmm. right? Because that threat, I noticed that my dog wasn't comfortable. And she started acting out of character, which tells us all the time about people in life and what God is moving people in and out. Sometimes we don't want to pay attention to those signs and say, you know what, maybe this person isn't right for me at this stage in my life. Mm -hmm. And we keep them there. And then we end up harming ourselves work. Interdependence creates community. We created community with our dogs. Sometimes dogs create openings for new relationships But sometimes our dogs can give us signs pointing to unhealthy relationships. If you want to hear more of Denise Bromley's stories, go to GodInOurDogs.com forward slash listen and her show is number 214. Before hearing from DA Nicole Bishop and Judy Bragg, I'd like to tell you about our sponsor today, Branscombe Law. Clients come first at Branscombe Law. I've known their talented, dedicated lawyers for years. They offer solid legal solutions to individuals and businesses for real estate, water law, corporate formation, estate planning, and more. With offices in San Antonio, Austin, and Corpus Christi, their team is ready to serve your legal needs. Find your lawyer at Branscom Law. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Please thank them when you see them. Branscombe Law, Kendall County Abstract, and the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning. Because of them, we have a wonderful website, GodInOurDogs.com, including my blog and the sign-up for a weekly Thought to Ponder, with stories based on my dogs on the Want a Treat page. You can also listen to those Thoughts to Ponder Thursday mornings at 745 and 845 on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM or the Bernie Radio app. Check out the show webpage for regular updates and resources. That's GodInOurDogs.com for lots of treats. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. This is Destiny and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. We are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our show is a theme pack today about community. We are featuring stories and insights from four of our previous guests. Our guests today, in order of appearance, are Stan Leach, Bernie ISD Athletic Director and award-winning basketball coach, Denise Bromley, founder of risk management firm DB3 Unlimited, Kendall County District Attorney Nicole Bishop, and Judy Bragg, Project Manager and Consultant. Before the break, we heard from Stan Leach and Denise Bromley. Our next guest is DA Nicole Bishop. Sometimes we form a tight community with our dogs. 
just as Nicole did with her Doberman, Ava. I met her when she was three days old. She was the runt of the litter, and I would go and see her pretty much every day after work until I could bring her with me. And I think from that moment, it was just her and I, and she loved I mean, she would forget about all of her siblings, and she would come running to me. And so oh, how sweet. it was so special when I finally got to take her home. Yeah, that's neat. So was was that lonely for her, or were you guys such a, like, duo that it was, it was fun for her anyway, even though you were at work? Yeah, no, I think, you know, we were such a, a duo. And, you know, I was living, I was working in Caldwell, Texas, and I lived in a tiny two-bedroom house um, in the middle of a cow pasture, like you would look out the window and there'd be cows there. Um, and so it was very desolate and I was very busy. I was working all the time. And so she was really, again, you know, my only companion at the time. And I just loved spending time with her. I couldn't wait to get home to her uh, at the end of the day. So another best friend. Yes. So what are some memorable things that she did with you when you were still single? Well, I could probably train her to do almost anything. She was perfect puppy. She never, you know, if she couldn't hold it, she went on the puppy pads. She never chewed anything up. She got real mad at me one time when I left her a little too long and she took all my shoes out the doggy door and put them in the yard. <laughs> but she didn't chew them up. You know, we had a cat that kind of adopted her. Oh, and those, isn't that interesting? And the two of them would just rough house and play and they uh-huh. just, they just loved each other but you know she just we'd go on walks on the dirt road and I'd take her everywhere with me and you know she was just such a sweet animal she loved the laser pointer I mean she would chase that thing until she'd pass out usually you hear about cats doing that not so much dogs that's fun right you would think and I got it for the cat but she ended up loving it and Uh so you know that would be if I couldn't go for a walk I would just go outside and do the laser pointer and she would just chase it until she just fell over and she was just so good she learned how to open doors and close them behind her she was just incredibly smart you know that's kind of cool about the door thing but that could be a little dangerous too (laughs) yes it could it could you have to be careful with the lever door handles Um, and of course this one's figured it out too but you know she was just And, of course, the typical Doberman, she was a Velcro dog. She wanted to be touching me at all times. You Uh have no privacy anymore when you get a Doberman. Yeah. They just, I think one time she actually ate, she did chew something up. She ate the uh, surrounding frame of a door to get to me at one point. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That's (laughs) determination. Yes. So she was wanted to be right next to you all the time. Yeah. Well, and I should say, because, you know, this is a radio and podcast show and not a video type show, that you were pointing at one of your current dogs, Tootsie. Yes, I'm sorry. She's like that. (laughs) I thought about that when I said it. Yeah, I thought I'd better tell people. Well, um, so... How did she adapt when you got married and then later on had a little girl? What did what did she do? You know, because it was just us, I think what she, there was always room in her heart for more people. There was always room. I mean, I still, I think I was still always number one, but when it came to my husband, I mean, she loved him and she wanted to be around him. And then when my daughter was born and we brought her home, she was very, very gentle with her and very concerned, especially during tummy time, (laughs) about like her flipping over and very, you know, just very concerned. And, you know, she would stand there when Sloan started walking and let her hold her for stability and and just loved that kid. And, And it was every new person that came into our life for her. It was like, okay, this is part of our family. This is now my family now. And that was so special to have, she was with me from the beginning of all of that, through my first job, through my marriage, through my child. You know, she's in my campaign photos for the DA's race. I mean, we, we, we took pictures of her. That's our family. And, and, uh, and she felt the same way. 
Nicole's precious dog, Ava, made room in her heart for the people important in Nicole's life. Ava showed us that a healthy community needs to expand, inviting others to join in. Nicole Bishop's show is number 214 on com forward slash listen. Now we hear from Judy Bragg. Community in Judy's home formed when she married, and a blended family meant a dog and cats living together under one roof. Yeah, it is. It's just getting along, and I think that that's so important in our world, that we can all be different, and the animals all have different personalities, but we can all still get along and respect that difference Mm -hmm. within each other. You know, that's a really important point about different personalities, because Dogs have different personalities, too, if you're just a family with dogs. I'm sure our listeners can identify, because I have a feeling there are a lot of cat and dog owners, and there are a lot of dog owners that have multiple dogs. And whenever you introduce a new animal, yeah, there is that process of uh, learning how to, to get along. And I think it gives us, as the owners that view into, okay, what does God really think about this? Um, Is our particular need or desire or want as important as everybody kind of getting together and compromising? Compromising, compromise. When we first got together, we got married, we had to keep our cats, we kept Bandit and Tigger separate from Gigi and Polo. Uh, Our vet had given us some specific instructions on how to bring them together, and we did that, and it really worked, uh, just because there are times you won't necessarily put them together. You need to bring them in. But yes, it is. I think it's important uh, for us just to realize that. And, you know, with Gigi, we know that she has certain needs, so we need to keep an eye on that, even when she is around the other animals. And Bandit, he's 13, he's elderly now, and he, you know, he's got certain needs. So understanding that in the mix with all the animals, and treating them the way that they need to be treated, but yet we're all together. Well, and the other thing that sticks out in my mind in your stories that you've told is about how nice it is when they're all together peacefully and have their own little spot in the room and are just there being with you. That has a picture of Scripture, doesn't it? It does. It's, it goes back to Scripture uh, 46, uh, 10, which is, you know, be still and know that I am God. Uh, we actually take pictures those days in our house when uh-huh. everybody's in the room and it didn't happen for a while. And it's probably the last year where everybody, we've got Polo's got his bed. And like I said, in our front room is our room where our reading room and all the animals have a little, little spot and we all sit in there and they'll, we're all in there peacefully. And it's just quiet. I, it just reminds me, it's just hanging out together, which is really, and no one's, you know, no one's fighting. No one's just calm and peaceful. Mm-hmm. And I, I think about that with God, you know, that's, us hanging out with God in that that same way. You know, he's in the room with us. He's with us there. But yeah, it's just so peaceful. And I I love it. It's my, I'm like, take a picture here. We've got to capture this. Forming one community means both commitment and compromise. When that happens, peace is created. The same kind of peace that God wants to enjoy with us in his community. If you want to hear more from Judy Bragg, go to GodInOurDogs.com and her show is number 124. Thank you, Stan Leach, Denise Bromley, Nicole Bishop, and Judy Bragg. Our dogs give us such insight into the commitment, sacrifice, and compromise required to form relationships and build long-lasting community. 
community with our dogs lead us to a better understanding of our relationship with God. So that leads me to a thought to ponder. Yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. I have two dogs in my family right now, Bullet and Maisie. What lessons does God want to teach me about commitment, sacrifice, and compromise through them so I can grow in community with Him? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com. This is Meg Greer, and you have been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. You can listen to the show again on our website or subscribe on your favorite podcast site. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for show bonuses. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at GodInOurDogs.com and click follow. Subscribing and following help the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. I'm Clint Buck. And I'm Mary Adair. At Branscombe Law, our clients come first. Our talented and dedicated lawyers and staff take pride in offering solid legal solutions to individuals and their businesses. Our attorneys focus on a variety of legal practice areas, including litigation, real estate, water law, employment, energy, corporate formation, and estate planning. Our team is ready to serve you and your legal needs. Visit us at BranscombeLaw.com for more information.